0: There's nothing hotter to a girl than when you come at the same time as her. But it rarely happens because girls take a little bit longer to come, right? We all know that. That's a fact. There's an orgasm gap. It exists, right? But the good news is there's an easy fix, and that's Promescent's delay spray. It's the only clinically proven delay spray that helps men last longer in bed. And trust me, delay spray is not just for guys with PE, all right? It's for any guy who wants to be better in bed. And isn't that you? I would hope so. Promesson also sells lube and condoms and a female arousal gel that will make her hot down there. Okay, I promise you, like physically hot, but not hot in a bad way, hot in like the best way possible. <laughs> they also have unisex supplements for both men and women that make them hornier, and it all fucking works. So not only do 2,000 medical professionals recommend Promescent, I do too. I love Promescent. They have killer products. And if you use my discount code today, Strictly non on 15 at checkout, you're going to get Fifteen percent off your first order. Just go to delayspray.com and use strictly anon fifteen at checkout for fifteen percent off your first order. They have a sixty-day money-back guarantee. Your package arrives discreetly, so no one's gonna know what the fuck you bought. And they offer free shipping on any order of over ten bucks. That's delayspray.com. Strictly anon fifteen. Thanks for messing for sponsoring this episode. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome
1: to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers.
0: We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real
2: people respond. You go to Singapore with title You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems.
0: Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And
2: Bingo's. Motto of the show, let your reflect
0: fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain.
1: Here is your host, Kathy.
0: Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast, Kathy. If you wanna follow, or not if you want to, follow the follow my show on Instagram or Twitter. If you're on there right now, go follow me. I'm at Strict Anonymous at both places. That's at Strict Anonymous on Instagram and Twitter. If you are listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe, hit five stars if you can, write me a really nice review. I love hearing from my listeners. Some people send me emails, some people write me really nice reviews. I appreciate both. If you want to send me an email, you could send me an email at at gmail.com. If you want to support my show, which is super great because you love my show. I've been doing it for seven years. I never made a dime, but now I'm trying to make some money. You could support me on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash strictlyanonymouspodcast. For $3 a month, you're not only supporting my show, you also get these episodes early, and now you get anonymous pics of my guests, as well as some part twos and stuff that I'm not airing anywhere else, and I'm going to have more interesting ones uh, uh, coming up on there, but there's a lot, you know, backdated that you could go and, and read. Uh, but that's just $3 a month. You see anonymous pics of a lot of my past guests, a lot of the girls, I got like the most famous ones, the Simeon pics. They're anonymous in that you don't see their face, right? There's, they're blacked out or their heads are chopped off, but you see everything else. So you could definitely get a picture to the voice. And I think that that's super interesting. Um, you could sign up at Strictly Anonymous Podcast. No, no, you can't sign up there. That's my email. You can sign up at patreon.com slash Podcast, And that's also for pantyhose fetish guys because I have a whole tier dedicated just for those guys. I call them my hosers and they're a fun group and there's a lot of extra content on there. Uh, So if you are into pantyhose or you're a girl that like is into them or you have a Instagram dedicated to them and you want to be on the show for me to air on Patreon, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Today I have on a guy named, wait, did I say YouTube? If you're on YouTube, okay, and you're listening to this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to my channel, like and share my videos and comment below. You're definitely going to want to comment on this one for sure, okay? Um, But one thing I do is I try to comment back to everybody who comments on my show. And a lot of times the people who are on my show are going and looking at the comments there. So you're basically like talking, getting to talk to the guests on my show. Today, I have a guy named Barry, who's a voyeur who claims to have seen hundreds, maybe thousands, of people having sex in cars. And not only has he seen them, he has joined in with them. Okay. Now, what I'm curious about is whether people are going, how people are going to feel. I do think this is going to be a controversial episode because when I was reading, I mean, editing it back, I was like, is this guy telling the truth? I don't really know. He has a lot of details. He tells, uh, like I said, he tells it, uh, he has a lot of details and he tells a good story. He talks about how he stumbled upon it. It kind of happened by accident. His first experience with watching people in the park and then how eventually he started to actually join in with people. He claims to have seen everything in that park, twosomes, twosomes threesomes, girl on girl, couple swapping, orgies, gangbangs all of the above. And he claims to have participated and mostly all of the above. He gets into a lot of specifics on all of those scenarios. He also talks about, I mean, he has a girlfriend, everything he does on the down low, right? Because he does it late at night because he has a job that allows for that. But he also met some girls in chat rooms and, uh, he brings them to the park and he does stuff with them. You got to hear those stories. Those are more towards the end, but he goes into that as well. Now, like I said, you're I'm, I wonder, are people going to be like, oh, I call bullshit? Are people going to be like, oh, this is like fucking not right, right? Because, and we go into that. Okay, that's definitely something that we talk about. That was one of the reasons why I was uh, a little afraid to get on the phone because I'm like, who is this Guy, a guy that's like peeping into cars when people are having sex. You know, I don't know. We we talk about that though, and how he justifies it, and how far he goes with that, and whether he's crossing boundaries. So you know, you're gonna feel things about this episode one way or another. I don't know, good or bad. I don't know if you're gonna believe it, not believe it, what you're gonna think. But definitely comment below because I I'm curious about what people think because I had a lot of thoughts. While I was speaking to him, I had a lot of thoughts after we spoke, and then I had a lot of thoughts when I was editing it again. So, And I'm going to have thoughts when you guys start chiming in. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Barry. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, Hey, Barry. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? I'm great, thank you. So Barry, you're a voyeur so specifically like a car, people having sex in car, voy- cars voyeur, right? I don't know. Is that, is that, you know, is that a valid way to explain what we're going to be talking about?
2: Yes, I, I think that's, that's perfectly accurate.
0: Right. So let me ask you this. Were you always just like a voyeur and but that was the only place you could see people doing it is like in their cars. You found like some spot that everybody goes to. Or was there something about car sex that really turned you on?
2: It, it actually happened totally by accident.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I have, a, I have a job where I work late into the night in some cases because I design things for clients.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: as a result, we're working to tight deadlines. So uh, this particular night I was driving along. It was a few years ago, and I guess it would be about 11 o'clock in the evening. And I stopped for some fast food, and I drove into a park just to eat the food and relax a little bit. And I noticed that there was a car that was parked over by some trees. Uh, the parks, by the way, that I'll be speaking about are along a lake, and there's a series of them. Mm-hmm. So in any case, I saw the dome light come on in the car, and then the dome light went off, which, of course, signals somebody's opening a door. They've turned it on because they want to find something in the car. Yeah. And it came on and came off a couple of times, and I drove over to the car, and the light was off. And I noticed that there was a girl, and she was giving head to a guy. I could obviously see her head bobbing up and down. And so I thought that was interesting. So I parked my car a short distance away, and the light came on again. So I got out of my car, and I just walked closer to the car. And sure enough, I could see her head going up and down on this guy's cock. And um, the light light suddenly came on. But as it came on, I noticed that the guy was waving towards me to come closer. So he obviously was watching...
0: The whole time I was I drop up. Yep. Yeah, the whole time I was gonna say I wanted to interrupt you like I always do and be like, wait a second, did they know that you were there? Do you know what I mean? Because I was I was thinking like they must have seen your car stop and then the lights go off and you pull closer. So now so the whole time they they know, and then he calls you over.
2: Actually, it's even more interesting than that because he knew, but she didn't, because she was facing away. So he was laying down and... it the driver's seat and he had, had his seat completely folded back mm-hmm. and she was on her knees and she was giving head to him. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't see, but he could see. So he, he waved me over and, and I came mm-hmm. over and he signaled me to come along to round to the back to look through the rear window window. And then he turned on the dome light so I could see her head going up and down. <laughs> oh, and, uh, I'm thinking this is very erotic. right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he signaled for me to move away from the car like it just with his hand waved me away so i went away and uh she was she he took she was wearing slacks and panties and he took off her slacks and she helped him and she was naked from the waist down and then she just turned around a little bit faced him and started to fuck him and she's going up and down on him, facing him So he motioned me to go around to the windshield, which I did. I went around and looked in through the windshield and I could clearly see his cock going into her pussy and he's fucking her. And she didn't know I was there. He certainly knew I was there. And so they fucked and she was really turned on. Uh, He fucked her for about 10 or 15 minutes. I was standing there watching. He came in her and then he waved me away. So as he was, she was getting off his cock. I moved away from the car. I got into my car and I started to think, I wonder if other people are doing this in the park. <laughs> so I decided I would leave them and I went for a drive and I saw three or four other cars and I still hadn't put together a pattern. I didn't know whether they were fucking going on or whether people were just sitting there looking out at the lake. And I guess it was about, oh, probably half an hour, 40 minutes later that I came back to have another look at this car same thing, the dome light came on. This time, the the girl is totally naked, and this time, he's doing her up the ass, right? So I go up to the windshield, and I'm watching, and uh, he did her anally and came in her ass, and I guess another, probably fucked her for another 15 minutes and then came in her ass, and that was the end of the show. So that's how it all started.
0: Oh, my God. Did you catch a glimpse of the guy's face? Like, was he a young guy? Was he an older guy? Like what guy is he? he would be
2: in his yep, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he'd be in his middle 40s she was very petite about 95 98 pounds like a very petite girl mm-hmm. and uh dark-skinned i i think she was probably from the philippines i'm guessing but that's just a guess on my part and um, yeah that you know she would be the equivalent age but very attractive she was very hot
0: right but she never saw you he you did you ever make eye contact with him
2: Oh, absolutely. I made eye contact with him. And it was obvious that he loved to be watched. And he loved me to watch her get fucked.
0: Right. And this was the first time you had ever experienced that, right? Like you said, it happened by accident. So now all of a sudden you're so horny for this. It's two times in one night. And then what happens?
2: So so what I did is uh, because of I have a, a girlfriend that I live with, mm-hmm. but because of the fact that I work very different hours than a normal person. I'm not, I don't have regular hours. So it means that I sometimes come in very late at night, like three, four in the morning, because I'm finishing a client project loading it, abo- I'm not loading it, but it's being loaded aboard a truck and it's going to a convention to a time deadline. And so I come home at different hours. So I thought, well, I'm going to spend a few hours and I'm going to go through the parks and I'm going to just get a pattern of what's going on. So I started to drive through the parks. And as i going in through the parks, I noticed that there are other people that are doing, they're having sex of various kinds, mostly blowjobs. And so I put all of this together and I came home and I thought, I'll go back down into the park again. And that really started this where I would go down into the parks and, and I would watch, and you can see every sexual act in the world take place. I've seen threesomes, I've seen twosomes, I've actually seen dogging taking place. I've been involved in dogging, dogging as well. What's dogging? So, okay, so dogging is where a couple goes to a park or a park area, and they want to be, they, the woman in particular wants to be fucked by other guys as her husband or boyfriend watches.
0: Okay. So, and that happens in parks it, and something that people are in the know, right? If someone's into that, like it's something that does go down. And I guess there's other people like you that know that that's happening. Cause like, where do they find these guys at the park to fucking join in?
2: That I can't answer. I yeah. mean, I stumbled onto it by accident. So I guess other guys stumble onto it by accident or maybe they've done it in other parks and they've come to the park. I don't, I don't really know. I do know that there are regulars that go down into the park, so mm-hmm. they have obviously clued in that this activity is taking place.
0: Right. Have you ever met any other looky-loos like you at the park, or are you always the only one sort of in the know of what's going down at these these parks?
2: I actually have met two other guys in the parks that that I've struck up conversations with, but most of the time just solo, and they're solo as well. So uh, it's a, it's a solitary kind of activity.
0: Right, it's like bird watching.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so just speak.
0: Wait, so tell me about how you bumped, you know, how by accident you wound up in a dogging situation. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too four two oh three five seven nine. You could call that number twenty four seven. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website and the email address will all be in the description.
2: So uh as I started to put this pattern together i realized that there are a lot of parks and they're spread out over a long distance around the lake which there are in most cities yeah and so i decided that i would start sampling different parks so if i happened to be in an area and i was it was finishing up a job or i was in that area for some reason it was late at night i would just go into the park to look so the first time that a dogging situation took place it was a van and it, uh, I saw that there was a couple in the car, and they were just sitting in their seats, and it was a larger van. It was a cargo van, so it's larger than a minivan, and it didn't have any windows in the back, so it was, uh, you know, just a panel, panel uh, truck at the back. And so I pulled in beside the truck a short distance from it, and they got into the back, which I didn't, of course, know what they were going to do, and I didn't go up to the car. And as I'm sitting in my car, it was about, oh, I guess about probably five minutes after I had pulled in, and they'd gone into the back, uh, the side door opened, and she's sitting there naked, and he's sitting there beside her. And he uh, waves down my window, so in other words, roll down your window. So I rolled down the window, and he said, come in and join us. So I got out of my vehicle, and I went in, and he closed the van door, and I'm sitting there beside this extremely really hot woman and her husband, and. It all took place from there.
0: Well, what happened? He let you fuck her husband, her, his wife? Is that what went down? Or do you fool around with guys, too? What happens exactly?
2: So, so he said, um, you can touch her. You can do anything to her that you want. You can eat her. She tastes delicious. You can do whatever you want as I watch. You can't fuck her. Right. So I said, okay. So I started to touch her. I started to play with her tits. And then I started to play with her pussy. And I put a finger into her pussy. And she laid back. And he's watching all of this, and he said, "You can you can take off your pants; she'll blow you." So I took off my pants, and I went uh, down on her, and he got really interested in that. So he was watching as I ate her, and um, and then she, I stopped eating her, and she blew me, and then they fucked, and I
0: watched them fuck. Right. And like, what happens so when that, it's all done? Is she like, get the fuck out of my I'm car? Sorry, what, <laughs> what What happens I, I'm, when it's done?
2: I, I'm. Oh, when it's done. Well, after, after it was done, he, he fucked her and came in her. We chatted for a little bit, just like we were, you know, having a casual sit down at a restaurant, only we're in the van and she's naked. And, uh, and they said, we got to go. And they got into the front and I got out the side door and that was it. <laughs> and the whole thing ended and I drove away.
0: Now, how did you know that this is a thing and that it's called dogging? Like, did you go Googling afterwards? I mean, or did, is it because it started to happen more than once? Yeah.
2: No, I, I Googled it because it had never happened to me before, obviously. And I wanted to see, well, is this a common occurrence? Or is there a word for this? And it was called dogging. And it actually started, I believe, in Britain, where it's very common, and uh, not as common in North America, but becoming more common. And uh, people do that; they'll bring out their wife or their girlfriend, and they allow uh, other men to touch them. The woman will blow the guy. Sometimes they'll fuck, and uh, it's uh, it's like I don't know whether you call it a trend, but it's certainly something that's happening.
0: Right, you're not the only person that's ever dogged in their life. Now, is that the one? one how many times has that happened? Well, I'm trying to
2: think now. I would guess that it's happened one, two, three, four, five, six times it's happened. But that couple, the first couple that I saw in the van, it happened with them three or four times. I actually saw them a number of times.
0: Oh, oh! so they would come back and you would be there? Did you know when they were getting there? Did you guys exchange numbers? I mean, was it random?
2: It was, we didn't exchange numbers and it just occurred... Uh, randomly where, you know, I would think, oh, I'll go into that park and I'll just see if there's anything happening. And there would be the van and I'd pull up beside, they recognize my vehicle and the same thing would happen. They'd open the rear door, the back door would slide open and they'd invite me in. And every time there was different sexual activity with him, like in other words, he did her anally a couple of times and he, you know, did her in her pussy and came in her and uh, she would blow me and blow him. And uh, I would watch them, and so that's the way the pattern developed. It was just a random pattern, and it happened, as I say, I guess three or four, maybe five times it occurred.
0: Right, with that same couple. That's crazy. So they were like regulars there.
2: Totally regulars, but they weren't the only ones. There was an older couple that also was in a van. It wasn't a cargo van. It was uh, was what we call a soccer mom's van with windows in it, but the windows were all dark and all tinted out.
0: A minivan? Yeah, minivan. Okay.
2: Yep, and it was the same thing would happen. is that they they would randomly invite uh, you into the van with them, and it was specifically to service the woman, to perform oral on her as the guy watched, although this particular couple, this older couple, she liked to be fisted, which I'd never done before. So the first time I got into the van with them, and I was eating her, and she said, uh, finger me, which I started to do, and then she said, push your whole hand up inside me. So I fisted her as her husband watched, And uh, she said, eat me. So I ate her. And she said, I want to come in your mouth. So I was eating her. And I said, come in my mouth. And she said, are you ready? I said, I'm ready. And she came really, really hard. She didn't squirt. She just kind of gushed. And and then it ended. Like, in other words, we stopped. And then she decided she was going to fuck her husband. So she climbed up on her husband, who was sitting in the driver's seat, and they fucked. So that's the way it went with them. And I saw them two or three times as well. It wasn't just a single uh, episode.
0: Same thing like the other couple. They just happened to be there when you were there and they knew you were there and they waved you in again.
2: That's I mean, I'm mean, i just wondering if you They've ever just,
0: made contact with these people outside of the park, you know.
2: Uh, I did. Uh, one of the couples, I did make contact outside and. Uh, I had his number for a while, but what we would do is we would uh, he would he would let me know. He'd say, "Listen, I'm going to be in the park with this girl that he met. She was married to another guy, by the way, and uh, she would meet him in the park, go into his van, and then they would they would fuck, and they loved to be watched." and so we exchanged phone numbers, and from time to time, he would give me a phone call, and he'd say, I'm going to be in the park tonight at around 10, 30, 11, if you're around. So I would drive into the park, and he was there, and it became quite a, <laughs> I guess you would call it quite an organized event.
0: <laughs> but did the woman know, in this situation, did she know? She did, right, because she, she knew you uh, were watching?
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. The one that I was just describing, yeah. for sure, she loved to be watched. Right. And in fact, the way that they set up the van is uh as you know in some of the minivans you can take out the seats so the only the back seat is uh in place the uh-huh. center seat that goes where the door opens is out and that they had a little mattress that they would put down so she could lie there and he could lie on top of her and fuck her and you could sit on the floor and you could watch
0: And she was actually married to somebody else so they were she was having an affair with this guy
2: Absolutely and, and she you. just loved doing this <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah and she just loved doing it so she would come down to the park Meet with him, and they would do a, what we call the show. So, oh my God, it was I know that's very that erotic. Uh, all of these women, yeah, all of these women, by the way, are extremely attractive. Like we are talking very attractive women, right. very hot.
0: Well, and I know that you said that you've watched threesomes, two girls and a guy. You've seen two girls. You've d- done a gangbang. Like, I mean, can you just give me all those stories?
2: <laughs> sure. So the one that involved two girls and a guy. Uh, First of all, let me just step back for a minute and tell you that at first when I was watching couples, I wouldn't approach the car, right? The the first time I did because the dome light was on and it was an invitation. Yeah. But after that, I was concerned about, well, I didn't want to walk up to the car because, you know, you don't want to cause some kind of a situation to occur. So I would drive up close and I would watch, and you really didn't see that much. But then I thought, well, look, when they're fucking, they're totally absorbed. And if you come up and you look through the windshield... And she's facing him like he's in his he's in the seat folded back in the driver's seat and she's sitting on top of him facing him. They can't see you. So you can go up to the windshield and look in.
0: Oh, my God. So, I'd be so Constance. freaked out if I was having sex with a guy and then all of a sudden I looked over his shoulder and saw some man watching. <laughs> I fucking flip out. I would think I was about to be murdered. I would think I was about to be murdered. You know absolutely. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, so, in this particular case, I drove yeah. up to a, a vehicle, and it was a it was a uh, an s u v and there, I could see that there was something happening in the s u v so i I just didn't get out of my vehicle, I just looked and I saw a girl, and the girl was doing something sexual, and I thought there would be a guy lying there, and you know maybe she was giving him head because I could see her head going down, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, another girl pops up, so here is a girl <laughs> okay. eating another girl yes. Yeah. Okay, and so as I'm getting all of this, I see that there's a guy, he's watching. So the next thing I know, one of the girls starts blowing the guy as the other girl watched, and then the guy starts to fuck one of the girls. He fucks her for a bit, then he stops and he fucks the other girl for a bit, then the two girls are necking with each other, they're going down on each other, and then he does one of the girls, and he comes in her, because he had a safe on, and that's all I know, and then he threw the safe out the window, and they just drove off. And that was the situation with two girls and a guy.
0: Now, how do you see all this in an SUV? How far, how close up are you that you could get all this scoopage? Because, I mean, I'm assuming you're looking through the back window and you're just seeing, are they in the back seat? Are they in the front seat? Like, how do you see all this action?
2: Okay. So, um, as remarkable as this sounds, you would think that what people would do is they would find very dark areas of the park where they would park, right? Yeah. No, they park right underneath lights. There are lights throughout the park for safety reasons. Because yeah. they don't want people getting mugged or shot. Yeah. And they will park their car under the lights. But as one guy, I was watching a couple one night, and this guy came up, and it was dark. They were parked in a darker area, and he takes out this little flashlight, and he's just shining it. But it's a very focused beam, so it doesn't throw a lot of light spread. And he's watching using a flashlight. And he's actually watching the guy's cock go into her cunt, and he's sit- standing there watching. So I went over and looked in, and absolutely, you could see everything. I mean, it was as graphic as if I was sitting in your bedroom watching you get fucked on your bed from a up- like two two feet away,
0: well let me ask you this, all this time you're like sneaking up because sometimes in the dogging situation and the first time that you walked up a, a, a upon those people in the car, there's got to be a lot of situations where you're watching people that don't know that you're being wa- they're being watched. Have you ever been caught and people freaked out?
2: Oh, absolutely and and that's exactly the best description is that oh. the girl usually freaks out and tries to cover herself up. Yeah. And you just discreetly just get away and leave because you don't want to cause an incident. Mm-hmm. But there have been, I had one of the two guys that I speak to from time to time, uh, he indicated that he's been chased by couples. Like, in other words, the guy gets pissed off and decides that he's going to probably knock the tar out of him, but yeah. chases them in his car. But it doesn't last very long because... The girl obviously doesn't want to be involved in all of this drama, and the guy loses interest in chasing a car through the city on highways and so on. But there's no question about it that many of these couples do not know they're being watched, most of them, in fact.
0: Right, and you have been, you know, caught many times. Did you ever feel bad, like, when you're caught? Like, I get it when you're you know, when you get away with it, right, you could not think about what you're doing. There's been times where you've been invited. So why would you feel bad then? But the times that you've actually been caught and people freak out, does Does any part of you like snap into like this place where you're like, you feel kind of bad for what you're doing?
2: Well, yeah, you say, you know, gee, I, I didn't want to cause them any concern or any problem. And obviously I did. And that's not great. And so, yeah, you you feel badly that that you've caused them any stress or any kind of tension. Absolutely.
0: Right. But what about the fact that you're sort of looking into something that you're not supposed to? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know what would the word be. I had a guy on once, right. And he was like a peeping Tom and it just like you, it okay. happened by accident. He was walking his dog very early in the morning and he always came across this one condo or whatever in the complex where the, you know, the, window blinds were up and he could see this man totally naked you know and he it happened by accident that he saw it once but then he started to continue to go back right and keep watching it you know and it's just that a lot of people right if they're in the privacy of their car and they're in the middle of some parking lot by themselves it's kind of not kind of, it's they think that they're doing something in private, right? If someone walks up and is peeking inside, I mean, that is cro- that is like somebody like really crossing a boundary, right? Well, I take
2: the point of view that if you are fucking in a park where there <laughs> right. are people, uh-huh. your chances of being seen or caught are pretty pretty great. And in fact, I once read a study where I think it was 86% of women have fantasized at one time or another about having sex in a public area and being seen. Like this is a fantasy that they have. So I take the point of view, rightly or wrongly, but I take the point of view, if you're going to park in a park and you're going to fuck, the chances are somebody may see you.
0: Listen, the first guy that you came up to, he saw it and he went with it, right? Obviously, he wasn't to that because when the opportunity presented itself and you were there, he called you over.
2: That's correct. Obviously, for him, this was something that was a real thrill for him yeah. to be watched as as he did the girl. And and I will tell you, I've seen them a number of different times. I've, I've watched them a lot. And she caught on to it that she was being watched. And she would, became complicit in it as well. Oh, Like, how, in other words, she yeah. enjoyed being watched.
0: How did you know? Like, how did you? Because I'm assuming you never had conversations with these people. How did you know that she? I did. Oh, you I did, did have
2: conversations with them, actually. Yeah.
0: How did that happen? Yeah, I did. That couple you're outside watching in, how did it get to the point where you keep seeing them and then eventually you're talking to them?
2: So, um, it developed this way where she realized one time that she was being watched. And the reason that she did is because the guy was, would, as they were fucking, he would reach down and he'd pull her ass apart a little bit and, you know, do things to her that would give a better display and would have no, I guess you would call it, there would be no reason to do that unless something was happening. And she glanced around and she saw me and, and he said to her something, I don't know what, because the windows were up, but said something to her and they just kept going. And uh, he waved me away when they finished after he came in. Her. But the next time that I saw them, he didn't wave me away. And She she actually saw me and then sat down in her seat, and I could obviously, well, I'd seen her pussy in her ass, obviously, but, you know, she was just sitting there naked, so she, she was completely naked, I'm looking at her tits and so on, and she started to get dressed, and he pulled up his pants, he usually would just pull his pants off, but he would leave his shirt on, and he rolled down the window and we started to talk. And we had a conversation just the same way as if you met somebody in a park to say, hi, how is it going? Only okay. they had just finished having sex.
0: Right. And the girl's sitting right there.
2: Sitting right there and she's talking to me and, uh, you know, we just exchanged pleasantries. We didn't talk any sexual stuff. It was just, oh, yeah, how are you today? And blah, blah. And I, just general small talk, really.
0: Mm-hmm. And so then the next time but the- you go.
2: Well, she knew the next time that I was, when I pulled up in my car, she she was looking, she was becoming more uh, aware of the fact that the car might pull up beside her, because up until then, she had been totally oblivious to it, because when people have sex, they tend to be very focused, so they're not looking around most of the time, they're, like they're drunk. focused on the act.
0: Yeah, you're totally drunk, you l- lose yourself, you're not like in reality, so you know, you're not really aware of what's going on around you at all, right? For sure. What about the two girls? Did that happen often? How many times have you seen that?
2: That doesn't happen that often. I've seen it three or four times. I'd have to think back, but three or four times. And, you know, it's interesting because it's completely different than what you see in porno reels, right? Uh, I mean, it's much more gentle. It is much more erotic and it involves a lot more kissing and touching and not necessarily going to try and create an orgasm right away. There's a lot of foreplay. And so the girls are totally unaware they're being watched. And uh, usually there's one aggressor and there's one who's passive and the aggressor takes starts taking off the clothes of the girl that you know, the passive girl and then starts eating her. And generally they, they I've never seen two girls 69 in a car, but it's generally one girl eats the other girl and fingers her, and while the other girl fingers the other girl. So it's not the same as porno for sure, but it's very erotic to watch. And I, su- I suppose that what's happened is, is that they either have partners, male or female partners, they can't go to a to a bedroom, to a house to do this, and they're maybe out socially and they're driving along in their car and they just get hot and decide they're going to do it and they go into the park and do it but it's not as common to see two girls do it for sure no question about that
0: right most of the time you're seeing a guy and a girl How, what about two guys
2: oh tons of two guys i mean there's there's one <laughs> right. park in particular that is that is a homosexual park and it, it, it just guys go there to hook up yeah and Keep in mind that, that it the, it's a very relaxed environment now towards homosexuals. In other words, at one time, I mean, the police would arrest and anybody that did sexual acts to, between two men, and that's all been relaxed. The police don't really bother. So you see a lot of that. I don't watch that activity. It doesn't interest me at all. But I just know that there are parts where that takes place regularly, where guys go to hook up. It's very convenient for them to hook up, in fact.
0: Right. What about the gangbang? I mean, you said that you not only watched, but did you say you also participated in the gangbang? I mean, how, that was in the park? I did. Mm-hmm. Or did they say, you know, come it was. Us at the gangbang at our house?
2: <laughs> nope. It, it, happened, uh, it, it happened in a van. Everything happens in a van, but it was a van. Uh-huh,
0: okay. And
2: the, <laughs> the couple pulled in and the woman got out of the van, opened the side door and they had a little foam mattress, and she laid down on the foam mattress, and guys obviously knew that they came there to get fucked, and she came there to get fucked, because a couple of guys came over to have a look, and it just happened that I was standing there, and she invited me in. I didn't fuck her. but I did was I ate her, and then I stopped, and Uh, There was a guy behind me, and uh, the guy takes down his pants. I stop, and he just lays on top of her and fucks her. He finishes, comes in her, and then another guy comes in her, and another guy, so about five guys gangbanged her, as she was lying there in the van.
0: Do you ever fuck any of these girls?
2: No, I never fuck any of them. And the reason that I don't is because of the fact that... um, Well, I shouldn't say I never do, because let me explain. I have been invited by people that I've seen in cars back to their houses Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. in other words they they want and so i have done it there in other words i've gone back to a house but in the in when i'm outside it's not it's not really convenient to fuck them except if they have a van and at first i really wasn't interested in doing that you know you're thinking about disease and other things so that's why i I just generally didn't I, i will tell you the couple that i the one that pulled the door open and invited me in and the woman was naked, he wanted me to rub my cock against her pussy because that really was a thrill to him, but she didn't want me to insert it. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, whenever they whenever they invited anybody into the van, uh, and, and I don't know if they did, maybe I was the only one, I'm not sure about that, but the, the fucking was off the menu. Absolutely no fucking. So in many cases, the couples that want to be watched, want they want the woman to be titillated, they want her to be turned on, they want her to be served, but they do not want her to be fucked by another guy.
0: But even when they do, like in this situation where the woman is banging a bunch of guys, right, it's a gangbang, you weren't, you didn't do it. You, you, refused. No, you were I, not into it.
2: That's correct. But to, sh, but to show you how interesting this whole scenario is, I was on a chat line one time. I can't remember which one, MSN, I can't remember. It was on the computer. And I connected with a young woman. She was 21 or 22. And uh, we started to exchange messages back and forth. And she indicated to me, and I don't know why, that she liked to watch porno. So I said to her, are you interested in watching a couple live? And she right away said, oh, yeah, I always wanted to do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I said, if you're interested, I absolutely can arrange it. So she um, said right away, totally interested in doing this. It sounds just really hot, so I want to do this. So the next time I was in the park and I saw the couple, the first couple that turned the dome light on, let's refer to them as the dome light couple. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. When I
2: saw them, I said, "I said, there's a young woman that's connected with me who wants to watch. And so right away, the young woman said, totally interested in being watched by another woman. So this would be great. So we we actually arranged a time to meet. So I got in touch with this 22-year-old girl and said, I've arranged it. I'll pick you up. She didn't have a car. I said, I'll pick you up. I arranged to pick her up at a bus stop, and I said, I'll take you down to the park. So it would be about 10 o'clock at night, and we drove up, and uh, she got out of the car with me. And Oh, and the deal was, she said to me, this is very interesting. She said to me, look, I really don't want you to touch me. I just want to watch. I said, that's fine. I definitely will agree to that. No Mm -hmm. problem. Mm -hmm. So we we arrive, we get out of the van, and right away the couple starts to kiss and so on, and then the woman's giving the guy head, and the next thing she's taking off her, her, you know, she usually wears slacks, taking off her slacks in her panties, he pulled down his pants, the next thing I know, they're fucking. So we went right up to the car, and she was really turned on by watching it. Now, they had rolled down their windows probably about six inches just to to, to get fresh air inside, right? And you could hear her, and she's very noisy when she gets fucked, and that really turned this girl on. So they finished fucking, and uh, then we chatted. We actually, they put their clothes back on and chatted for a bit, and um, the same thing happened happened the first time, which is after about half an hour, 40 minutes, They started to take off their clothes again, only this time he fucked her up the ass. And that really turned this girl on. So we watched it, they finished, he came in her pussy, came in her ass, uh, and they were done for the night. And so she got into the car with me and we drove along. And then she said to me, I wouldn't mind being watched. I said, oh, okay. So I said, do you really want to do this? And she said, yes, I do. So I said, okay. So I pulled into the park. And when I pulled into the park, I said, you know, just sit here for a minute because I'm sure that there will be guys that will come up, right? Sure enough, a couple of guys came up in cars. And so she said, you can touch me. So I said, okay. So she pulled. She was wearing slacks. She pulled down her slacks and her panties. She opened up her top. I started to play with her. I started to suck her tits. And the guys came right up right away to have a look. So I had her get up on her hands and knees so that they could watch her, right? And she blew me, and the guys were watching, and she was totally turned on. Then I drove her to, she was living, believe it or not, she's living at home with her parents. So I drove her within a block or so of where she lived, apartment building. She got out, she went into the apartment, and she, she had my phone number. She called me again and said, I'd like to do that again.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: the second time, we went out to see the couple. Only this time, because this 22-year-old had bi tendencies and she'd always wanted to be touched by another woman, she said, can you communicate with the woman that I would like to be touched? So we went out, and it was a repeat of the first time, except that we didn't go to the park to show her. We didn't take the 22-year-old to the park afterwards. But while they were fucking, the, the woman... Uh, reaches under into her pants and is playing with the girl's pussy, right? Because out through the window, just put her hand out through the window, and she's standing there, and she's playing. And she, and the girl, the 22-year-old girl, came watching and being played with. And so she she communicated with me, but I can't remember why, but it just, our schedules didn't sync or something, and we kind of lost touch with each other. But that was the first time that happened. But I've actually gone out with three other women to watch because it fascinates them to be able to watch a couple.
0: But do you meet the women on the same place, like in that chat room where, you know, for sexually explicit conversations. So that's why they know that you're into that because I'm assuming you're still with your girlfriend that you live with. I mean, you live with somebody, right? That's correct. Yes. Right. So
2: yeah. And so, right. So it's, it's chat lines or it's on, you know, on the computer connecting off of sites and, um, and they will express a strong interest in in watching a couple. And so you arrange to meet with them, and you go out, and they love to watch. So it's more common with women, I think, than most people anticipate. And I know that a lot of women that I've met that I've had candid conversations with will indicate that they watch porno regularly and get off to it. So I think this is the hidden secret, that women are more into porno and more into watching than you would imagine. I can remember one night, and there's a black guy that goes into the park. He always brings white women, but he comes into the park and he fucks. And he wants to be watched for sure. Cause he's a dome light guy. He turns on the dome light so that people can actually see. And uh, there were three or four guys that were attracted that came over. And there was a, a man and his girlfriend or wife, don't know which were in a car. And they saw what was going on That all. These guys are coming over that the dome lights on and they got out of the car and they walked over and the woman was watching along with her, her mate, I don't know whether her husband or boyfriend was actually watching and watched the entire thing take place. So I think it's more common than people think it is with women.
0: Yeah. You mean that they're more visual? Like, cause they tend, people tend to think that men are wired right by what they see and women aren't at all. It's more like what they feel and they have to have a connection. But you're here to say that you've met a bunch of women that are really into this kind of thing and very visually stimulated right by what they see and there's, st- and i would assume of course that's the case yeah and i think that
2: women generally speaking are a little more reticent about watching a couple probably they would be less reticent if it took place in a situation where they're in a hotel room or something like that and they knew but this is uh, this is an event that's taking place where you really are Invading the person's privacy. And I think that women are very cautious about doing that, much more so than men. That men go to strip clubs all the time, women don't. There was yeah, another but there's a difference uh, really interesting. Between,
0: mm-hmm. No, but there's a difference between like what you just said, which is you put it right out there. Like this is, you know, they're not watching in a hotel room and when they've been invited, it's something that they're doing that the other person doesn't know. That's not like a guy going to a strip club. You go to a strip club, it's transactional. That woman knows that you're there to watch her. You're watching her. You're paying her for it. She's doing a job. You know, I mean, it's mutually agreed upon, right? (laughs) But I, what you're doing isn't, mutually agreed upon right I would say probably the majority of the time the majority of the couples that you're watching um don't know and probably wouldn't appreciate it right so I would say not just a lot of women but there probably be a lot of men that wouldn't do that either right because you know that's crossing a boundary you I think you even use the word boundary right that you're crossing a boundary that you're most people would say, you know, they wouldn't cross it.
2: Well, for sure. I I, I tend to agree with your analysis. But again, I will say that it's interesting to me that if you're in the park and you're watching a couple and somebody just randomly drives in, like a guy drives in, uh, they'll often come over to watch. And you can tell that this is something they haven't done before because they really don't know what's going on. In other words, I think that if the situation was right that most men would watch that's my appreciation of the situation is that they would watch that's why they go to strip clubs that's oh why they i buy see oh i see what
0: you mean with you weren't them. comparing it saying it's the same situation you're saying that that's the same inclination in in the person the same person that wants to walk in and look inside the car is the same person that likes to go to a strip club and see the woman naked right
2: right and, and except that in a Club is a totally controlled environment, which is a commercial transaction between clients right. and the mm-hmm. girls that are in there. Either yeah. you're buying drinks so that you can sit there or you're paying them for a lap dance. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting to me as well, as, as I explored this, is the fact that you meet women that are absolutely what you would not expect would want to do anything that would be on the side of kink. So I met a, a 25, I guess she'd be 25, 26-year-old teacher, and again, I met her off of a chat line, mm-hmm. and but she was she wanted to be an exhibitionist, like she wanted to be watched. In fact, she told me later, because I met with her four or five times, she told me that she often would walk around to her apartment naked, hoping that guys were watching her, or girls were watching her. Right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she wanted. She had never, she had never uh, displayed herself and masturbated in front of a man before. So she, she wanted to do that. And we arranged to meet. Now, you can appreciate that in our society today, which is a society that third degree of violence, a lot of bad things happen. It required a lot of nerve on her part. To meet me in a whom she'd never met before who would only communicated by telephone because we did exchange phone numbers and talk by telephone to meet in two cars in a park at night in the dark i mean that's a pretty formidable thing but that's yeah. how old did. is she
0: she's 25 at, how old are you
2: how old was she uh, oh so, sorry uh, at the time i would be uh, 45 so this happened 10 years ago i'm 55 now
0: and how old was she so was though at the time ago.
2: Well, she would be twenty five, twenty six then. So she'd be yeah. So yeah, her, no, I think it, now,
0: yeah. I think you know she there. It was a coin toss. She was either gonna you know have a good time or get killed. <laughs> what do you know? Well, yeah, I think fifty she, fifty. Yeah, no, you're you're
2: right. <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're right. I mean, yeah. it, it's a very formidable thing to do. Actually, and I don't even think I'm so I, wait
0: wait. I don't even think it's fifty fifty. I think. Seventy-five or eighty percent chance she was going to be murdered. Twenty percent chance she was going to meet a guy like you. (laughs) I think more likely you're going to meet an old man in a park in the middle of the night by yourself, and you're twenty-five, and he's forty-five. He's going to fucking kill you. Um, She just happened to meet the Uh, the one guy that wasn't a murderer.
2: wasn't a murderer yes. so so I knew that she was serious about doing this and I'll tell you why because yeah. we had arranged to meet in the park and she called me and said I have to cancel so I knew that she wasn't uh, that she was serious about getting together because if she wasn't serious about getting together she wouldn't have called me but she wanted me to know I still have an interest but we have to break the date tonight we're mm-hmm. not going to be able to meet
1: mm-hmm.
2: so we arranged to meet, it was a few weeks later, we arranged to meet. So we ended up going to a park. I arranged. I arrived first, and I told her, what I will do is I'll put on my four-way flashers so that you'll know that that's the vehicle, because she didn't know me, the vehicle. Right, not. right,
0: right. Mm-hmm.
2: So a, a car pulled in, and when the car pulled in, it was a car, she was driving a car that was atypical for her age group. So, typically, you would think she'd be driving a little Toyota, Honda, something like that. But she was driving an old Buick, and it was an older Buick. So, I got the picture immediately. Probably, I thought to myself, she had this car handed down to her by her parents, right? Because a girl wouldn't drive this car, but if somebody gave it to you, you would definitely drive it. Yeah. So, she pulled in beside, rolled down the window, and I rolled down my window, and she said, Barry, I said yes. And so, she said, um, Hi. You know, I'm so-and-so, so great. So I said, get into my vehicle. So she got into the vehicle. She was super nervous, as you can appreciate. <laughs> so I just spoke to her casually, and I had agreed that I wouldn't touch her. I said, here's the deal. On the phone, I said to her, I won't touch you. So you can be assured that you're not going to get raped. I'm not going to fuck you. No. I said, you, you do want to show that's what I'm here to do. Right. So she was, she was sitting there, and she was really nervous. And, uh, you know, I just, we talked for a little bit and we talked about how she liked to show. And I just said to her, are you going to show me your cunt? And she said, yes. And she she was wearing tights and a skirt. And she pulled down her tights with her panties, pulled up her skirt and, and spread herself so that I could see her pussy, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: so she she just opened up her legs and she said, I want to play with myself. And she started to masturbate. And she masturbated as I watched. And here was the key. I said to her on the phone as a setup before, I said, look, as you're playing with yourself, I want you to look right into my eyes as I'm watching you. And that really turned her on. Mm -hmm. So as I'm looking at her pussy and she's playing with herself, uh, she's looking right into my eyes. And she came harder than she'd ever come in her entire life. And she wasn't a gusher or a squirter, but she got super wet right and she came so hard that I thought she was going to pass out I really did she sat back into the seat and she said she caught her breath and she said that was the most intense orgasm I've ever had in my entire life right mm-hmm. and so she's getting over this so I said oh okay so she said let me recover for a minute because I want to do this again so I said sure so it ended up she masturbated three times in a row came three times really hard put on her clothes got into this old car, and drove off. And I got a phone call about three days later saying I'd love to do that again. So we got together a second time, only this time we knew each other. We went to the same park, she pulled up beside me, and she got into my van, Only this time she said, I want to do something I've always wanted to do that I fantasized about. And she said, I practiced this in a mirror. And she said, I want to pull myself open as wide as I can so you can see everything. So she spread her, she took her clothes off. Again, she was wearing tights and panties and a skirt. She took off her tights and her panties and she spread her pussy as wide as she could possibly. And she wanted me to look right at her pussy. And she said, do you like it? And she had a very large pussy. We're talking here it was larger <laughs> larger than than I had encountered before I can tell you that
0: Yeah right? okay
2: and same same thing she masturbated and only this time she took my hand and she she like put two fingers and then stuck it into her cunt and pushed them in and out and then she sucked them clean I mean she was very very dirty and turned on and we met three or four times where we did that kind of activity and, but she did allow me to touch her and she touched me. But then for some reason, I guess it was four or five times we met for some reason. One time she phoned me and left a message. She didn't get me, but left a voice message just saying, look, I really can't do this anymore. My situation has changed, but it was a great, great time. And I really enjoyed it.
0: Mm-hmm. That was
2: the end of that situation.
0: Wow, let but me ask you this. What's your life? Three. What's your sex life with your girlfriend? And d- would she be floored well, to that find out you're doing true. this shit on the side?
2: totally surprised would absolutely have no idea i was doing this on the side and, and in fact i should i should add it was just a little bit of an addendum to this that i'm not doing it anymore only because i'm not working in that industry so i keeping keeping more regular hours so it would be very hard for me to get out oh, so interesting. i have okay. maintained mm-hmm. con- yeah i have maintained contact with a couple of the couples. Uh, and I will be seeing them. COVID has just completely shut everything down, as you know. So nobody is seeing anybody for any reason. Yeah. But um, I, I'm not going to be going back into the parks just because my light situation has changed. So I can't. It just would be physically impossible for me to do. But my girlfriend, my living girlfriend, was the happy recipient of this eroticism because I would get turned on and I would come home and um, she was very used to me coming in very late. She did not work, by the way. She was a student. She, uh, an older student. She was re- retraining. So she was going to school full time. And so she would end, I'd end up fucking her. And believe me, the sex was fantastic. Right. So she appreciated that part of it, but didn't know what was the cause of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, and do you still, I mean, how many years has it been that you haven't been going to the parks? When? How long ago did you change jobs? It,
2: it's, yeah, it's been a couple of years mm-hmm. since I've been going into the parks just because, again, my life situation changed. Yeah. But uh, as I explained to you previously uh, in a, an email, I did receive, uh, a, you know, a phone call from a couple saying, hey, we'd love to get together again. We haven't seen you for a while. And so I will be getting together with them, but that will be a planned, purposeful act that we both know that we're going to be getting together to do it.
0: Right. Hmm. And so... You know, your wife, your girlfriend, she's your girlfriend, right? Have you ever been married or is this the... Correct, yeah. Have you ever been married before? No, I've never... How long have you been with your girlfriend before?
2: Uh, I guess, let me just think now, Uh, quite a while, eight years, nine years, I'd have to think back, but eight or nine years.
0: Right. And so she has, no, she's never caught you cheating. She's never caught you online talking to all these girls and doing what you do. She doesn't know about your voyeuristic tendencies. Let me ask you because you can't go into the cars and see the cars anymore. You know, do you have, like, have you tried to? see people having sex in different kinds of scenarios or is have you just gone online and watched porn I mean is it like an itch that you need to scratch or did you like sort of been there done that and you're you're fine with not being able to do it anymore
2: been there, done that and, and I really don't need it anymore. Right. You've seen uh, it all. And here, <laughs> oh here's God. another thing. Yeah, yeah. I would I would never I would never peek into people's windows or do anything right. like that. Right. I would, you know, just totally doesn't interest me. Right. This was a you know, oftentimes they talk about homosexuality in, in jails and so on. And, yeah. and it's situational. In other words, men will do things that they wouldn't do except it's situational. They're in a situation where they don't have women and they do it but probably when they get out of jail or they get out of that situation, they have no interest in men because they didn't to begin with. They were right. Distracted right. right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, I look at it the same way. It was situational, right? Because I had this opportunity that presented itself and developed. I took advantage of it, but I don't need it. So it's not like, oh, I've got to go into the parks. I don't have to. It's one of those things where I just say, you know, been there, done that, got the T-shirt and it wore out, but it was oh, right. very erotic and it was very hot.
0: Right like you didn't get addicted to it you didn't it didn't start controlling you you were it was always it always just had its place it was something that was easy and accessible it worked with your schedule it happened by accident, but you liked it, you realized that a lot of people that you were watching enjoyed it, you got a lot of sex, you had a lot of experiences, right? I mean, you say that you saw over like a couple hundred people, right? Or what's the number? I mean, I don't know, like, you know, hundreds of people having sex.
2: Over 400. Right. Over 400.
0: 400. Right. Over 400. But keep in mind, in some
2: cases, what that is, and I have to make this quite clear, in some cases, what it is, is that you're sitting in a car, they're in a car, there's a distance between you, and you see the girl bouncing up and down. So it's, right. you're watching them have sex, but you're really not seeing explicit sex, right? Right. But, Other times, what mm-hmm. you're able to do is you're able to go up and you're actually able to see the guy's cock going into her pussy, you're able to hear her, you're able to see how wet she is. I mean, that that is one, one aspect of the eroticism that is is quite interesting, is that, that you're seeing somebody have sex and you're actually seeing their physically how they're reacting to it mm-hmm. so you don't see that as often as just somebody boinking up and down in a car right
0: right that's the people going up and down in the car is what you see most often but every now and then you get that really right. hot scenario and then every now and then you throw in somebody that like is down to this shit that's going on in the park and they're like calling you over i mean obviously there's this whole world, right? I mean, you're probably not the only one. Like you said, you met other guys there. Some of these people would drive up and that guy saw you and called you over. There's something called dogging. You know, so there must be a subculture or you know, that that are in the know that this goes down. I would never know. I know that, you know, we've all heard in the gay community of like, um, you know, the rest stops, right? Aren't there rest stops where guys know they go and you go into the bathroom and you could get fucked, right? It's just, it's something that people know and they know the rest stops and you know, that's the deal. So I guess I'm assuming that there's other people that know about this whole world in these parks where people are parking. You know, you happened upon by accident, and then after you did, I guess you went looking and you found out that this is a thing, right? I mean...
2: Yes, that's exactly it. And and as I started to explore this more, because it was totally new to me, I didn't know it existed at all. It, it was interesting because I met couples that would meet other couples and they would actually swap while the husbands, wa- like one husband would watch and, a, and the other wife would watch the opposite husband and wife fuck and then they would change and they're actually swinging in parking lots and this is a big deal but they prefer the thrill of the possibility of getting caught of doing it in a different place than say meeting in a hotel room and i've actually seen that there was one couple in per- there was one couple in particular and what they like to do is they would go to a park and they would meet other couples so they would swap partners not at the same time and, and so one husband would fuck the other guy's wife and vice versa, and they would fuck. And they would do that regularly, where they would go in and they'd meet couples. So obviously they knew they were going to be in the park at the same time, because it wasn't a chance of occurrence. So the couple that I would see do this very often, they didn't like to be watched while they were doing the swap. But when they were done, then they would go back to their car, and she would suck him off, and she was naked, and you could feel her and touch her. Couldn't fuck her, but you could touch her and you could feel her. And if you wanted, she'd blow you. And this Me was and what you. they did. Meaning you. This, yeah. And they, mm-hmm, correct. And they did this regularly. They were they were regular participants in this. This was something that they did probably weekly or at least, at least bi-weekly, but probably weekly. So they were into this. This was their lifestyle. This was not just a chance occurrence for them, but it was something that they enjoyed doing.
0: Right. And like you said, maybe it was like they didn't have the money for a hotel or something. It was free. Maybe a part of it was it's in public. It's you know, you never know. Someone could be watching. Right. Like you said, there are some people that are there. There is that chance or you're kind of in public of, you know, you're being you know, there's that naughty f- aspect to it. That could be a reason why they're there because it tur- that's an added turn on.
2: Right. So it's a whole subculture that exists that most people are totally unaware of. And I became aware of it and started to see how deep this was and and how complex it was. So you would would see uh, couples go there, as I've explained regularly, to interact with other couples. You would see couples that would want to interact with guys, sometimes only one guy, sometimes multiple guys. And so this is a whole subculture that exists out there that's not really well known.
0: Yeah I've never heard of it like I said I had one other guy on but it was a very different situation you know where he was he was like a peeping Tom but it happened by accident he was walking by and he saw this house with the thing up and then he just kept going back but um you know because the guy was like really hot and he would see him in the morning naked laying on his bed or whatever but um this is the first time I've heard of this I've never heard of dogging I didn't know that you know people go into the park specifically to you know Meet with other people, have gangbings. I was young at one time and was dating a much older guy, and there was no place for us to go and have sex, so we just had sex in the car. When I was younger, I had a lot of sex in the cars, right? And I, I a lot of times when I'm talking to people on my show, uh, like older people, I think a lot of times have sex in cars that are cheating. I always think it's kind of funny, like cheating sex, like you know, you're just like you're in the back of your minivan in a parking lot in the, you know. I don't know, there's something funny about that whole scenario, right? Um, but you're here to say there's this whole other scenario of car sex that's going on where, you know, you're in the park and maybe you want people to join in.
2: Yeah, I, I think that, that really summarizes it well. And uh, I can remember the very first time that I got out of my car and I actually walked up to a car as a couple was fucking to look in through the windshield. This was not the dome light couple, but this was just a random couple. And as I'm looking, the girl saw me, and I expected that she was going to freak out, right?
1: Yeah. She didn't.
2: She just laid there getting fucked and looked right at me, right? Didn't tap her boyfriend to say, hey, there's some guy watching us. Uh, Actually, uh, just allowed me to watch. He finished dinner. He came in her. And as he was pulling out, I walked away. So that made me think, oh, did she enjoy this? Because. In other words, is this something that secretly she's always wanted? Because I think what we're doing here is we're delving into the deepest part of sexual psyche here. Because you're seeing people that are doing things that's private, but in many cases it's fulfilling a fantasy for them or it's just the target of opportunity. In other words, the park was there, they were horny, they don't have another place to go, and they went into fuck. So that's it's a very interesting dynamic.
0: Yeah, and I wonder what people are going to say. And you know, uh, you know, I don't know if you're on YouTube, but I have a YouTube channel now. And so all my episodes air there, too. And that's a great place for people to comment on the episodes and to see what people think. I mean, most people listen on the podcast app, but I get thousands of people listening, you know, on YouTube as well. So I wonder, I really wonder what people are going to think about this episode, right? Whether they're going to think what you're doing is right or wrong. If it becomes a big conversation about that, you know, I'm curious. I was curious about how I would feel, you know, listening to you talk and hearing this story um and now i'm like you know curious as to how other people are going to feel when they hear it. if they have even, if even people you know listen some people might just listen to this conversation and they're not going to think twice about whether it's right or wrong they just think you know maybe some people are going to latch on to that i don't know i'm i'm curious about how people are going to react but it was a fascinating story, a million fascinating stories within one big, fat, fascinating story. So thank you so much, well, Barry, well, for calling sure, in. Yeah.
2: Well, I, and I'm sure that we could do probably three or four more of these if there's interest, because I've been invited back to people's homes, right? right? In other words, I've been watching them in a car, and they invited me back. And so this has a number of layers to it. But the, I think the central theme is is, is extraordinarily erotic, And it is certainly outside of the normal, but it's certainly um, a subculture that's not well understood. So I'd be glad to come back on again if there's interest.
0: Okay, cool. Thanks, Barry. We'll see. You know, I think there will be an interest. I think a lot of people are going to tune into this episode because they're like, listen, I'm a a curious person by nature. So I love uh, hearing about all this kind of stuff because I'd never heard of it before, right? So I like to know about things. So I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are just going to tune in because they've never heard about this. I've never had this on my show and i've been doing my show for seven years so uh you know okay. we'll see how people feel and I'm, i'd am i love to have you come back on and do a part two eventually right now i'm going to take off for about a couple of months of taping but for sure you could come back on when i start taping again but anyway thanks so much for calling in your episode will be airing soon okay because it's a good time ta- it's an interesting topic so uh let okay. me know what well, you think you after so and go to youtube to see the comments if you okay. want to get involved I certainly will. all right you. thanks barry bye Bye-bye. Do you have a story, (laughs) lifestyle,